Hey, this week Mel and I are discussing the 2011 meta horror comedy, The Cabin in the Woods, directed by Drew Goddard and produced by that other dude. His name went right out of my head, Joss Whedon. Uh, and just how wonderful this movie is, we absolutely love it. Uh, highly recommend it. Um, yeah, you should, if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, we also talk about a few other movies. Not very many movies discussed this week. I think we only both had one. Um, Melissa talks about Monster Club from 1981. Uh, and I talk about Superhost from 2021, recently released. Uh, they're 30 years, 30 years apart? Is that 40 years apart? I'm getting old, man. 1981. I don't know, I'm just rambling now. I don't know what I'm doing. I've forgotten, apparently, how to do the intro to the show. Uh, I don't think there's anything I need to go over about this episode. We called this episode efficient. <laughs> so I don't really know what that means, but that was the word we used to describe it. Anyway, this is Forsaken Cinema, episode 64. episode's over right now <laughs> oh my god we just recorded like 15 minutes of our intro and it was funny and it was great and i you didn't press the button i wasn't recording you didn't press the button uh, now we just have to go with this hello everybody welcome to our show <laughs> whatever i'm not fucking doing all that again this is why well, i'm your host chuck and now you're our co-host. I have said now. hello, everyone. Welcome to the show three times so far today. Whose fault is this? It's mine. I don't know what I'm doing. My brain is fried. Anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, this is the weekly horror movie podcast in which Mel and I discuss horror movies from all subgenres, <laughs> eras, dimensions, galaxies, universes, etc. Etc. We're going with that. I think you for switched now. it up. Maybe. I have to because it before the format was, you know, I had that whole thing because we had like a format like one new and one old but now we just do whatever yeah so I, don't, so I don't know what to say i could just say where mel and i discuss horror movies yes movies but, of the but why would I, it, it's called horror movie podcast what else would we be discussing well horror tv shows we don't well yeah, i guess we actually do books? we do cover tv shows and books not extensively though no well books you do tv shows anyway how was your week what's going on what'd you watch <laughs> Well, hello. Thank you for asking, pal. My nope. week is fine. Nope, no problem. Uneventful as usual. Beep, beep, beep. Happy to be recording this when I should be at work. I miss the uneventful stuff. That was always a, that was a thing for a while. It was like yeah. a catchphrase. And then we were like, let's not talk about ourselves. <laughs> not no too one much. cares about you us. Can. Just, I, I, they were, it was going on like way too long. It's like <laughs> some of them were like 15, 20 minutes about just our lives. Just okay. Think. Well, let me tell you guys about my weekend. <laughs> I've done nothing. I went to the Halloween store. Oh, Halloween store. Too many people there. Um, Posers. Then I got some tacos at a cantina. Oh, that, that was one. Like and fun. a pitcher of red sangria. When was this? Yesterday morning. Oh, yesterday that's, morning. Well, it was yesterday, like brunch, like afternoon, whatever. Okay. And then uh, that's when uh, your wife texted me and I was like, sorry, we're already out. My wife texted you. And then she texted me yesterday to see if we wanted to go out with you guys. Did you guys get dinner yesterday? I texted you on friday no i'm talking about yesterday oh no i didn't even know about that did you, you guys didn't go out we anywhere? did we went to uh i don't know she texted you yeah she texted me and invited us uh we went i didn't think she want to hang out with you she want to hang out with me maybe no i was kidding 
Uh, I tell her to do that all the time. I'm like, why, why don't you, you go out? Like, no, we didn't go to Whistler's. Uno's? No. Yard House? No. I'm going to just name what every place you like. Every place PJ's? Go- yes, PJ's. Oh, my God. PJ's. I knew I was getting there. <laughs> Anyways, this is who cares about this? <laughs> but yeah, we went ISA and she texted me and invited us. And I was like, oh, we're already out. I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to go home, feed the dog. Yeah. I texted you guys on Friday. Yes. So go ahead. <laughs> and we were also out. On- no, we weren't. Yes, you were. You, I think you were already drunk. I don't know. You said something. Yeah, you probably don't. Anyway, I'll talk about that when it's my turn. Okay, enough about that. Let me tell you about what I've watched. All kinds of stuff. Not really. I've been slacking. I watched okay. a TV series. That was a, that was a roller coaster ride. A lot of stuff. Not very much stuff. I'm a slacker. I don't watch anything. I don't know. I just say words. Words come out of my mouth. I'm not sure what they're going to be. That's okay. That's a good way it's to It's a surprise for all of us. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, an adventure. Yes. It's a verbal adventure. And we adventure. are going on an adventure now. Okay. So I watched, um, so far, I think there's only five episodes out, Slasher, Flesh and Blood. Is that it's on good? Shutter. It's fun. Uh, it's technically the fourth season of the anthology series Slasher. The first three are on Netflix. I don't know if you watched oh, them. no, I didn't. I even, did, and they were all right. I they didn't were, even know about them. They were, like, cool, you know, but they're not, like, they use a lot of the same actors, like uh-huh. American Horror Story does. Every season, like, almost has the same actors, but right, play right. different parts. I get it. So this one's on Shutter. The episodes come out weekly. Uh, the first five are already out. The point of me watching this. Uh, it follows a wealthy, dysfunctional family that gathers for a reunion on a secluded island, only to learn they'll be pitted against one another in a cruel game of life and death, all while being stopped by a mysterious masked killer nothing is what it seems and no one is safe as the tension and the body count ratchets up ratchets it says ratchets ratchets up yeah that's what it says that's what they used what so it's 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 fun it's cool it's very dramatic uh there's elements of traditional murder mysteries uh-huh. you know with bold kills the kills are great bold kills bold kills right. they are great i'm gonna uh i don't want to give too much away if anyone's intending to watch this but it is your standard dysfunctional rich family where everyone hates everyone and there's so much tension and money's like a big deal and there's affairs and so white people very much but actually there is um also people of color on the show okay so you know that's I, that cool was, that was just nice joke. variety uh so the majority of the characters like hate each other and you know it's actually makes it more pleasant to watch them because you know like a lot of them are probably gonna end up like super dead super dead not dead but super dead <laughs> I like it when and they really brought the dead. gore for shutter i don't remember it being so gory when it was on netflix uh, i'm not gonna spoil anything but i will say the first kill i'll describe just because you know you're gonna see it's the first episode but this is like brutal kill where this guy gets like hung up with a hook through the mouth Ooh. you know like the hooks like texas chainsaw master right. style but through the mouth and then he's like stabbed a shit ton and his organs mm. and his guts are pulled out like ooh wee Ooh, look at those guts. Ooh, look at those gut gutsy yes. boys. And also David Cronenberg has an acting role in this. Oh, really? Seriously. I might just watch it just for that. And I like love it cuz like he's not the best actor. <laughs> yeah. But it's Cronenberg, he's so director, you know, yeah. he's like a old grumpy like the head of the household right. in this. So, and he's like the one who usually has most of the fucked up ideas. Are there any like Cronenbergian things going on? Not in really. Series? No, I don't think it has. I was going to say, I think he slasher. just really has like an acting role in Why'd it. Why think they get Cronenberg? That's strange. Just to have a horror yeah, icon. I guess. It's yeah. cool. It definitely is like knives out meets ready or not meets Saul. The Ooh. deaths are brutal and gory. There's like all these like, things they have tests they have to do where like if you fall off this thing you're like shocked or there's like torture pretty much so actually it's a lot of fun there's a lot of the deaths make it so much worth it and like the drama is a little bit over the top i think they did it on purpose you're Uh kind of just like oh my gosh you guys are all annoying please die and that also (laughs) makes it better so i actually really enjoyed this so far i think there's only a couple episodes left so do you think amanda would like it 
I think she would, yeah. she bailed on brand new cherry flavor. I haven't finished it because she like tapped she, out. I think she would like this. All right. Maybe I'll try to get it. Definitely. A, give us something I could see her watching this. She's probably going to hate. Well, everyone hates a lot of the characters, but there's a certain <laughs> character that is so like annoying that I just can't. She hasn't died yet. So please die, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. But please die no i think she actually would really like this it's on shutter so All check, right, it we'll out. check it out yeah here's something to watch and then i did go back and i watched some more of american horror stories actually i finished it. i just skipped the first two episodes because i hated them because i found like the third or fourth episode the fourth episode is like these like annoying they're called like bro house dudes because they have like a bro house right. and they're like influencers or whatever and they're so awful Ugh. and then like they end up like at this mall and they like are like hitting on not help, hitting they're like sexually harassing like the like female elf who plays a female elf or whatever at the okay. mall and they're like there's actually like a little person and they're like messing with him and then they like go in front of the, the mall and they're like oh santa's not real or whatever but santa turns out to be danny Trejo, okay the mall santa <laughs> who actually nice. was a guy who murdered the real mall santa oh. for some reason and, and then he-, he ends up going showing up these the bro house and he's like you know stalking them torturing them fucking them up and it's great oh that sounds amazing Danny Trejo so I had to watch it yeah that sounds awesome besides Danny Trejo and I share a birthday so we are like one May 16th you're basically the same person yes you could tell we look the same you look exact almost exact spitting image I'm I'm flattered thank you he's beautiful (laughs) he's on the list he's on the list okay (laughs) so anyways i did watch the rest of the episodes and they're a lot of fun except for the first two which was awful and the last one you really hated them yeah because they made it like all and i will say all of the like the teenage actors are garbage like you guys cannot act for shit oh that sucks but i'm like i rewatch it because i'm getting prepared because there's a new season coming out that has like a macaulay culkin in it and i just wanted to see it so Macaulay macaulay culkin so i say a couple of the episodes are fun, are good. There's like one where it's about like a movie at the drive-in that's like cursed or whatever. And if you watch it, you turn into a killer. And Ooh, oh, Adrian cool. Barboa had a cameo in that one. Oh, she's fun. So yeah, there's some fun. Just skip the first two, I'd say. Is it Barboa or Barboa? Barbo. Barbo. Mm, bar- Barbara. Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. Barbara. Okay. So anyways, that was fun. I watched that. And then I did watch a movie called the monster club from 1981 the so monster. this one's like a i don't know why my review is so long on this but i kind of like stole some from manchester england 2004 thank you for your help on this review okay uh it's a writer of horror stories and is invited to a monster club by a mysterious old gentleman there three gruesome stories are told to him between each story some musicians play their songs seriously it's like a monster club so vincent price and john carradine uh from the hammer horror movies obviously yes fun fact this is the only film that vincent price has ever played a vampire in and the film opened in theaters on his 70th birthday so you know it's like later in his career okay so let me tell you about this movie which i had so much fun watching and i think it's definitely family friendly i would say so if you do want to watch this with the kids i think it would be perfectly fine uh so the linking story, because there's a wraparound. The wraparound. Yes, the wraparound. The reach around. Uh, there's a character based on a real horror story author, and he is attacked in the street by a sinister character named Aramis. When he wakes up after a vampire bite, the author discovers Aramis is a vampire. Ooh. No! Ah, vampires! <laughs> Ar- Aramis promises to repay him by inviting him to a disco known as the Monster Club. This oh, person says disco, disco a lot, but really the music's more like punk disco okay it's actually not bad yeah <laughs> i can't stand disco yeah it's not disco disco when you think of disco it's not that at disco, all disco disco thank oi. goodness because disco is dumb 
this and thank goodness yeah, it's dead. Yes. Thank, thank <laughs> so where he assures him there will be plenty of material for a new book of horror stories. So Vincent Price, obviously the vampire. Obviously. Yeah, duh. So the Monster Club is full of famous horror creations of various types, including vampires, werewolves, and ghouls. Ooh, ghouls. And then the music blends well with the setting because there's like bands playing. And they're kind of punky. They're not really disco. I don't know what this guy's saying okay. here. Uh, let me just reiterate that. No disco. <laughs> Only punk. With um, almost all the songs having a horror theme to them, which is cool. Uh, the costumes are unbelievably cheesy, uh, like bad masks. Okay. Oh. Yeah. But this you could overlook that because it's like really fun and the atmosphere. Like it definitely adds to the goofy zaniness of it. I want to see some of them. So there's also a monster genealogical chart, which is also really funny because there's a bunch of like, he's like going on, like telling you, like, if you mix this monster with this monster, you get this. And it's just like a bunch of ridiculous things. That sounds like fun. Though. A lot of I'm fun. I'm sorry. That was off mic. That sounds like fun though. It is. So the this first, looks, yeah. It looks, uh, yeah, it looks very cheesy. <laughs> Dude, but it's, it's a lot of fun. The first story. Um, so there's like a pair of like this couple who's looking to get like rich real fast. They're, like money obviously you know one of those okay. shady couples right uh so they're trying to take some rich person for all his um worth his money uh eventually she the lady of the group comes into contact with an lady uh, the lady in a sec eccentric i can't walk or talk eccentric man who lives in a large gothic house so he turns out to be a Shadmok, which is one of the combinations. Yeah, a hybrid of various creatures, including wa- vampires, werewolves, and ghouls. Yeah, some silly a thing. A Shadmok. I, yeah, I've never heard of this before this movie. Is this a thing? I don't know. And the, so the guy, uh, James Lawrenson, plays the Shadmok, and he's like great in this role. He's like a kindly and gentle creature who is simply uncomfortable with being outside his house. So he can kill people by whistling. Like melt their face off. Oh, that's fun. And actually, the effects on oh, this there he is. aren't Monster awful. Club. They're not awful. He They're just looks like a ghoul. lot of fun. Yeah, he yeah he's a ghoul, but he's a shadmuck. Shadmuck. Yeah, so that was one. My favorite story was the second one actually, which takes a place. It's like more dark humor. Okay. So uh, <laughs> there's this guy. Well, this little kid. We'll start with the kid, the young boy. His dad actually turns out to be a vampire. Whoa, vampire! Yeah, he, which is. But it's like silly. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, his the kids like bullied or whatever. But it feels like it doesn't have anything to do with the story. So these people show up that are vampire killers or whatever. It's like pretty cliche and funny. Vampire killers. Yes, so vampire hunters dressed as like undertakers who carry violin cases with like stakes and. Uh, the vampires are bullying a kid. I don't see. I don't know why they even put in the kids being bullied in here because it really doesn't have effect to the story. Okay, but. So they like stake the dad, you think. Uh-huh. But it turns out he's like, oh, I'm wearing my stake protector chest guard or whatever. And it's <laughs> okay. hilarious. And he bites the guy who, st- who tries to stake him. That's so fun. that guy's like, oh, no, I'm turning to a vampire. So the other guys have to kill him. So, oh, what a twist of fate. <laughs> that sounds fun. I feel like <laughs> I use the word fun too much, but yes, it was a riot. A riot. A laugh riot. A really riot. good time. Actually, it was hilarious. When he like just was like, oh, I'm wearing my <laughs> steak, pr- like, unpenetrating <laughs> chest protector. And I was like, oh my gosh. Chest protector. <laughs> it was a good time. It sounds <laughs> and the, like it. And the final story, uh, 
There's an impatient movie director looking for a remote location to make an atmospheric horror movie. So he's impatient with his crew. So he actually goes to look for the location himself. Uh-huh. So there's a beautiful English countryside. And he goes to his remote village where he finds like a strange foggy place with only an old crumbling inn, a church and a graveyard. This is more what? I don't know what I wrote here. But it's, ve- it's very pleasant. It's very to, pleasant. Yes. Foggy. Foggy okay. London town. Little foggy London town. <laughs> uh, and there's more than meets the eye. Uh, there is like Transformers? More than meets the eye. Yes. Okay. I don't know why I did it like that. So anyways, <laughs> the innkeeper is like a sinister character. And his daughter is a... She is... What the hell is this? What... What are you doing with your hair? I don't know. What are you doing? The with daughter your is a hybrid of a human are you and a ma'am, ghoul. Are you okay? <laughs> Reading is hard. <laughs> so the daughter is a hybrid of a human and a ghoul. Ooh. A ghoul. And a he's ghoul-man? trying to escape this town when he discovers, oh no, these people are trying to eat me. Or something like that. So he's half man, half ghoul. No, she is. She he's is, just visiting. Okay. He's just visiting, looking for a place to. Oh, and they're all trying fill. to eat him. Yeah, and oh. then he finally escapes with her help, but then she dies, uh-huh. which is so sad. And he gets into You're like spoiling the shit out of this movie. It's fine. Okay, it's he fine. Gets to the cop car, uh-huh. and the cops are like, "Oh yeah, well, they're coppers because this is England, the English countryside." And they're like, "Oi, we'll take you." Oi. <laughs> and then, but they're taking him the wrong way. Oh no! Oh. They're taking him back. Oh, he's gonna get yeah. eaten. Ah. Anyways, I know I spoiled the shit out of that movie, but it's from 1981. It's. It was pleasant. I think it's a pretty popular enjoyable. movie. I think a lot of people have seen it. It's on it's on Shutter, isn't it? It is, yeah. I believe. And I think it would be if you don't want anything too serious, if you're, you know, gored gored out. Gored? Gored out? What are you saying? If you've had a lot of gore. Oh, there's a lot of gore in it? No, I'm saying if you're sick of gore. And you just want something fun and yeah, silly. And lighthearted. Okay. And Vincent Price. And just random music in between each <laughs> There's a and there's a song that this girl's like singing she's about being a stripper, which I thought was great. So, oh. yeah. All right. So, anyways, yeah, highly recommend this. Okay. The Monster Party. The Monster Party. Mo- is it Monster Party or Monster Club? Monster Club. My God. The Monster Club. Yeah. Cool. No parties here. No way. And then I'll talk about my book later. Yes, during a different segment. Yes, the my segment. Your segment. Mine. It's you. It's all yours. Until you finish a book. Uh, no, I'll let you keep it. I eh, can yours. We, don't, we don't. We don't need. More, we don't need more length in the show, really, at all. All right. Well, then. No, no, no. How Did, was your week? Oh, okay. How are you? <laughs> are you hot? I'm hot. It is a little hot in here. Yeah, I'm it's probably because Sideshow Mike's walking around. Also, <laughs> my headphones <laughs> don't stay on because I have my. Yes, hair you are on. having a really rough time today. You don't have to use the headphones. I like to hear myself talk. <laughs> Anyways, um, tell me okay. about you. My week is okay. Well, I'm really hungry. I haven't eaten anything all day. Well, we'll probably eat I'm something starving. after this. Yeah, I know. Um, then my week was also pretty blah boring. My job continues to kick my ass. We got our apartment though, so So we'll just hole up in this new place. That so that lady at work tries to get you fired again. That I told you about that. Yeah, last week. Let's kill her. That's all like settled settled down. I think that was two episodes ago. I don't know. Um, so yeah, life is pretty good right now, uh, except that we have to kill ourselves packing over the next month, packing up and moving out. I'm busy every single one of those days. <laughs> uh, no, I, we have enough time to where if I do it every day, then it yeah. won't be hell. Last time we moved, we had to, we had like a week like or two. We were like, uh, and yeah, I was, had to kill myself, but 
anyway that's pretty much it um i don't actually have a lot to talk about wow. i have uh i watched um what we do in the shadows the first yeah. the first episode i watched the first two mm-hmm. the first two how do you they think they play on back to back how do yeah i know i only saw the one last night and then fool yeah that's me a fool well i think the first two episodes are wonderful i thought the first one was excellent it's yes. it's that show is so consistent i love i can't think of his name right now but the Laszlo. actor who plays gizmo guillermo Gizmo. Yeah. <laughs> I like what they're doing as his character a lot. Yeah, I, I like they're hilarious. giving him more spotlight. I think it's so funny the way they treat him and like how much they need him, but like mm-hmm. they'll never admit it. It's just really great. Um, I liked all the stuff with the vampire council. Oh yeah. What's her name? Kristen, the new vampire, the girl. The one who was like the she's actually does the voice of like Louise on Bob's Burgers. She does a ton of voices. Yes. She also does. She's the, got that voice. Kristen Shaw, I couldn't remember her last name. But yeah, I was really happy when I saw her because I think she's hilarious. Oh, she is, yes. And uh, she was in, um, she's also on, um, what was it, the, the Last Man on Earth? Do you remember mm-hmm. that show? Nope. That was a fun show with uh, some actors and some people. Wow. In I can't remember. Wow. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's awesome. It's it it's no better or worse than all of the other shows. I mean, every every single episode of that show is like on par with the last. Like I said, like the, yes. the consistency is crazy. You don't usually get that. But it's being produced by Taiki Watiti, so I guess I'm not that surprised. He is amazing. Mm-hmm. And he shows up in the first episode. Yes. That was pretty funny. Via screen. Yes, but still. Via or that, TV. That terrible VHS. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's fun. I like it. If you're not watching that show, what the fuck are you I'm doing? I'm so glad, though. I, I like know, to take it's, credit. Yes, I really... Every really, time. It took me... You're welcome. It took me a while to get into... And I don't really know why I, why I I started it and watched like the first two episodes like so many times and I just couldn't get into it. Um, I think because I like the movies so, mm-hmm. so, so much and yeah. it wasn't exactly like that. So I was like, no, nah, this not is stupid. Uh, Honestly, I watched it because not even because of the movie, but because of my weird love for Matt Berry, who is Laszlo. Yes, Matt Berry is So excellent. I've seen him in so many things that like yeah. if he's in something, I'm going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, whenever he shows up, he's great. I remember he shows up in an episode of Portlandia. Oh. Do you remember when they're doing like, um, mm-hmm. uh, like they're trying to remake, like, well, not remake, but they're trying to start like a kids band for kids, for kids. And they don't, I don't they remember. don't like how ordinary all the kids music Honestly, is. Honestly, I can't like, think of Portlandia without that weird freaking trip. So. Weird trip. When we took shrooms oh, and we watched yeah, Portlandia. That's right. And I thought I peed on all my friends. <laughs> okay. So, have we talked about that on the show Let's before? Let's not. I might pee now. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> You like you shot up and ran out of the room. You're like, ah, ah, ah. Like, I was like, sorry, it was me. Where did Melissa go? I, I thought I a, peed on everyone. I did. And the walls. And the, yes, I remember. Uh, that was a very fun uh, night. PTSD. Anyway, P. enough Portland. He shows up in an episode of Portlandia as this like uh like children's music performer, mm-hmm. you know, and like he does he makes children's music and it's really great. Anyway, Matt Berry's wonderful. He is an angel. Everyone on that show is awesome. I love that Indeed. show so much. Um You're welcome. So I watched that. Thank you. Uh, and I also watched new on Shutter uh, this week. I think it came out like last weekend. Very new. Uh, Superhost. Oh, I didn't even know that was already out. Yeah, everyone's talking about it, but not like positive. Yeah, uh, there's elements that I like, but most elements I hate. Um, okay. It was very forgettable. Okay. Um, not very well acted. Uh, oh. The two main characters are un 
godly annoying and well, stupid. Because the male main character was a like an actor on Supernatural for a little bit. He had like a role. Oh, really? So you know it's CW acting. Yeah, that's what we call very it. Very good. So, hmm. um, well, here let me read the synopsis. With their fellow count, with their follower count dwindling, traveler. Vo- oh my God! Is what you, you have? You got inf- my butt. Is what you have infectious? Yes. With their follower count dwindling, travel vloggers. Travel vloggers is very hard to say. And that should also tip you off to how annoying these people are. Teddy and Claire pivot to creating viral content around their most recent super host, Rebecca, who wants more from the duo than a great review. Not really sure what she wanted from them other than to kill them. But I don't know. This movie is a mess. Um, uh, If I wasn't going to be watching it for this show mm-hmm. i would have turned it off after the first act the these these two main characters oh my god they are they are not just annoying they're incredibly stupid like mm-hmm. they make stupid decisions and they're idiots um the dude the one dude ends up being like teddy? yeah teddy ends up being a straight up like spineless coward like sniveling coward okay. like i hated his character so much um and she's uh and she's like uh claire is like the strong one and she's like you know worried about the show and trying to make the show better and like barbara crampton shows up at one point as like a raging karen and like throws a rock at their house which is pretty funny um i did think that there were parts that were really funny i really 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 liked the killer okay who who is uh her name's becky played by um gracie gillum um she was tons of fun. She's the only, probably the only good thing about this movie. She is over the top, batshit crazy to the point where she's like a cartoon character. Oh, yeah. And she just made, by the end of the movie, I was howling at some of the stuff she did. Um, and you just can't wait for her to, like, you know, she's a killer. Obviously, is too, like, you know, I won't spoil it. But, uh, you know, you're, you're really wanting her to win by the end. One, because you hate these characters, these main characters. And two, mm-hmm. she's pretty entertaining. Um, but yeah, even with her, like, it just, this movie just, I, I don't know. It didn't really go anywhere. I didn't understand why a lot of the things were happening. Um, like, the, the two main characters, they their whole show, their YouTube show, is like they go around to different Airbnbs and they review them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like going through the house and they're finding all this stuff. And there's like a man and I are watching it. We're like red flag, red flag, red flag. There are no coverings on any of the windows. Big gigantic windows in this house. No covering. Creepy. There are cameras everywhere Creepy. that they see. Um, this chick, uh, the Psycho Becky character. Psycho Becky. Is like, uh, like Psycho throughout Becky. the movie starts talking to them through the cameras. Oh no, I'm out. So she's definitely watching them. Yes. They stay. And they're like, oh, I'm man, this, this chick's crazy. They're like, if we can get her on camera and interview her, like, it'll help our show. But, like, dude, no. she's going to kill you. Like, I'm out. <laughs> come on. She breaks in her house in, like, the middle of the night. And, like, they don't care. Like, she, she shows up and makes them breakfast. They just eat the breakfast that she made for them. Like, these people are the stupidest, like, most naive people I've That's met ridiculous. in my life. I would be out. Dude, if, so, if some crazy lady showed up and made me breakfast, the last thing I would do is eat it. Yeah. Like, are you stupid? This is poison. Yeah, like, no way. They uh, they go to interview her. This is, one my, this is one of my favorite things that happened. And it, it was one of the very first parts where I, I really started to like this character. Like, I liked her the whole time because she's like... Rooting for the killer. She's 
she is unhinged. Mm-hmm. Like she, she laughs and cries at the same time. And she like, they go to set her up for the interview and uh, they put the, the camera on her and she's like, oh, okay, I've never done this before. And they're like, they're like, okay, we're going to start in three, two, one. And as soon as he says one, she goes, <laughs> for like 30 seconds <laughs> and i died laughing i thought it was hilarious i'm surprised meatball didn't get up don't say his name don't say his name um but yeah it's well here he goes it's not it wasn't a hard watch it was just kind of annoying and forgettable yeah. I, I don't really recommend it um yeah i'm kind of on the face like if you've seen everything else man maybe check it out i don't know she she was fun. She almost made it worth it, but these characters were just too vapid and mm-hmm. stupid, and I hated them. But that's uh, that's actually all I got for this <gasps> week. Wow! Just the one. Yeah. It's wow. Wasn't a good week for watching movies. No, it wasn't. Was it? No, it wasn't. I guess it was not. Uh, it took me like four tries to to watch Cabin in the Woods to finish Cabin in the oh, Woods. Oh wow! Yeah. I almost didn't even put it on. I was like, I've seen this 400 times, but then I was like, wait, but I love this movie. Yeah, you, you have to watch it. Yeah. I actually watched it not that long ago. Uh, but I didn't care. I thought it was a movie. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Melissa's Revolting Reads. Yeah, we need like a little thing for that. Melissa's Melissa, Revolting I would have had it if you wouldn't have talked over me. Wow. I'm out. Maybe I'll have to. I, I'll try. Melissa's Revolting Reads. No. We'll use that one. Ah, oh, with that noise afterwards. Mm. Message. I miss you. Are you going to let me drop in the darkness? Come over and be my son. This is Abigail. Stop. Is that real? I get those all the time. I got one that said, uh, they're just, they're fishing. Uh Sure. That was a demon. It might have been a demon. (laughs) But I got one that said like, hey, do you like big boobs? I have huge boobs. (laughs) Text me back. Oh my gosh. Did you? Oh, oh, the best one that I got that said, that said, uh, I looked down. I was at I was at work in like mm-hmm. a meeting, and I looked down, and it just said, "You are a joke in bed." Oh, <laughs> I was like, wow. oh, jeez, what the fuck is this? You got to make sure your wife didn't send it. No, she, <laughs> no, they have all these weird little symbols no, and I shit know. all around it. I got some weird ones too. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead with <laughs> your books. Like with your book shit. With your book club. Thank you. I read. And this one was hard to find because for some reason it's like very in demand right now and everybody's looking for it. Like every copy I found was like a million dollars and Barnes and Noble was sold out for like ever. Uh So I went on one day and they randomly had this book, but then we're sold out like the next day. So I was glad I snatched it up. Snatched it up. In English because it's originally in Spanish. So it's easier to access that way. But for me, I can't read Spanish. So. Right. Anyways, so I read Tender is the Flesh by Augustina. 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 Cute. Basta Rica. I I hope there's some cannibalism in it. Translated by Sarah Moses because it's originally in Spanish. So if you do read Spanish, go get the original copy. Uh, Start telling us when when the year the book came out is. Is this a new book? Old book? I always say the copyrights usually. 2020. Oh, 2020. Okay. Actually, 2019. But, you know, it was like a big, it won some awards in 2020. Tender is the Flesh. Synopsis. His wife has left him, his father is sinking into dementia, and Marcos tries not to think too hard about how he makes a living. After all, it happens so quickly. First, it was reported that an infectious virus has made all animals, animal meat poisonous to humans. Then governments initiated the transition. Now eating human meat, special meat, is legal. Marcos tries to stick what? to numbers, consignments, processings. 
Shut up. Okay. And then one day he's given a gift, a live specimen of the finest quality. Though he's aware that any form of personal contact is forbidden on pain of death. Little by little, he starts to treat her like a human being. And soon he becomes tortured by what has been lost and what might still be saved. Oh my gosh. This book is incredible. Really? Yes. It sounds like a crazy plot. Yeah, that it definitely has that some sound like feasible. It whatsoever. definitely has some. Well, if you read the book, you'll understand the yeah, okay. way it's slowly going right. into. It definitely has some like underlying messages here, like you know, government control, because there are questions that like they're making it up, and that like the animals aren't really because they even had to kill like all the dogs and cats. Okay. Because apparently, if they scratch or bite you, they say that you get infected. That okay. they tell you get infected. There's really no evidence evidence that it actually does happen but so and this also might be like another underlying thing like you shouldn't eat meat see it's like no different than eating people it's like you know vegans took over the yeah country but this book is great i don't even think about all that it's gross it's bleak it's relentless the descriptions of the processing of the special meat is so disturbing but you can't stop reading the book what are they like taking like living people and like turning they're like breeding them oh my god there's like like yeah they're like genetically modifying people they're breeding them just for this purpose holy shit yeah and they're like use like everything that they use like animals for now like leather and like clothing and stuff they're like doing that to these people and they're describing it like you would just go through like a processing plant and the people are alive yes are they conscious yes they hit them real quick on the head so they're like knocked out because you don't want to tarnish the specimen or the meat. And then you slit their throat and you get their blood. Every, every part of their body is used for something. Well, that's good. But it's still, <laughs> it's very disturbing the way to describe this. Oh, man. Just like you're going through like a processing plant or that whatever. sounds awesome. But it's humans. Dude, I will let, the book's right there. You could borrow it. It's not long. It's only like 200 something pages. It's, I think the book is incredible. Where was I? You interrupted I'm me. sorry. I wanted no, to know like what, how, like. So I will not spoil this because I really think that it's fairly new and I really think that everyone should read it if they can get their hands on it. Uh-huh. Um, cause it's been sold out. Like I said, I was lucky to snatch a copy finally. Snatch the it up. last chapter is so insane. I've never read a book where the last sentence, just the last sentence alone, like hits you and you just think about it nonstop. Like, Dude, really? the last sentence of this book left me with my jaw on the ground. I finished <laughs> it at like one in the morning Holy because shit. I couldn't put it down. And I just had to sit there for a while and process because I could not go to sleep. I knew I wasn't getting any fucking really? sleep. And I don't want to give anything away, but it's like wow. gritty. And like you think you're going somewhere with this story like a certain way. And then it's like a giant like gut punch. You're just like, oh my gosh, you can't trust anybody in this book. You, whew, <laughs> such a good book. Oh, it's you're definitely sweating. stop. I'm sweating because I'm hot. This is like book no, fifty. I'm just kidding, because no. you're getting so intense. <laughs> this is book fifty, I think, of the year for me. I think I'm already on fifty-two, oh, wow. and it's definitely one of the ones that stand out like above one of the, the best rest. of the year. Yes. Wow, cool. So gritty, depressing, but a must-read. So tender as the flesh. If you can get your hands on it, go get it. Go get it. Honestly, the people who are charging like sixty dollars, I don't justify spending sixty dollars for a book. But maybe. Maybe. <laughs> wow. All right. Cool. Anyways, so yes, that's that. All right, you want to get into Cabin in the Woods? Let's do it. All right, we'll take a break. Melissa will drop some links. The ghost of Melissa's voice will drop <laughs> some links. Ooh. And we'll get into Cabin in the Woods. All right. All right. We here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for listening. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. So we would love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Send us a suggestion. Let us know how we're doing. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. On Twitter at Cinema Forsaken. 
through email Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. As always, you can listen to episodes of Forsaken Cinema wherever you find your podcast. While you're there, please like, subscribe, rate, and review. And if you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review and sharing with your friends. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the episode. All right, this is the trailer for Cabin in the Woods. Drink in the park. And then later it gets dark. How was that? What do you think's down there? Why don't we find out? Dicks. Good idea. Dicks. <laughs> it's a basement full of dicks. <laughs> Look at all this. What is that? Diary of Anna. Diarrhea. <laughs> Do not read the latter. We had enough poop talk on last episode. <laughs> oh, Doogie Poopy. <laughs> Doogie Poopy. Seriously, believe nothing weird is going on. France Crans. We have a winner. <laughs> France Crans. It's the Buckners, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Let's get this party started. Maintenance. Huh? Maintenance. 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 Goddamn maintenance. This is too loud. The diary. The diary. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of there. We gotta get out of there. More Portlandia references. Monsters. Magic. You understand what's at stake here. We should split up. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> Gotta keep the customer satisfied. Oh, I love this movie so mm. much. Mm-hmm. All right. Ready? All right, yes. All uh, right, so I took the synopsis from Amazon because I like that better than the one on uh, IMDb. So a rambunctious group of five college friends steal away for a weekend of debauchery in an isolated country cabin only to be attacked by horrific supernatural creatures in a night of endless terror and bloodshed. Ooh. Ooh, whoa. Bloodshed. <laughs> oh. Oh, whoa, whoa. Uh, this was directed by Drew Goddard and written by Joss Whedon and boo. Drew Goddard and produced by Joss Whedon. Say boo. Yeah, well, I love the stuff he does, but oh yeah, apparently not, oh, he's a creep. Right. There, yeah, there's all the hostile work environment yes, stuff with him now. Also, he's an asshole. it like came out that one of the actresses from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Dawn, the little sister who was underage, was like not allowed to be left alone with him. Apparently, really, they didn't go in further on why, but like that's suspicious. Yeah, I, I, I heard, I didn't hear any like sexual misconduct, but I heard that he was like a complete asshole mm-hmm. to people. That's Which right. Which is so sad because yeah. like Buffy was like a thing, Dude, Firefly this, was a thing. Like yeah. you can never trust your heroes. All the stuff that he's done for like Marvel and stuff. Yeah, yeah he's an amazing writer. Oof. It's so disappointing. So disappointing. Um, yeah. So fuck you, Joss Whedon. I like your movie though. <laughs> uh, the cast in credits order verified as complete. <laughs> it always says something different. Uh, Kristen Connolly, Chris Hemsworth, woo woo, Anna <laughs> Hutchinson, Franz Kranz, who, uh, who arguably stole this movie. Yes. Jesse Williams, Richard Jenkins, love, yeah. love, love Richard Jenkins. How can uh, you not? I love Bradley Whitford. Uh, Brian White, Amy Acker, Tim DeZam. 
uh, as, as Mordecai, the, the, the harbinger. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. Uh, Tom Lank as Ronald the intern. Oh, he won too. Good for him. <laughs> Dan Payne. Yeah, I love it when he wins at the end and he's like, ah! he's like you can see him jumping up and yeah. down. Um, Jodel Ferlin, Dan Shea. Clean man. Maya Masser, Matt Drake. Um, and yeah, I think I'm done. Oh, except for the very end. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, that, the they director. put her on the end as a, you know, surprise, yeah. bitch. Yeah, they probably wanted to keep... Um, I'll bet when they first released this, they didn't even put her on there. Because she was supposed to be a big surprise yeah. at the end. The first yeah. time you see this, you're like, oh shit, Scorny Weaver's here. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so, we're already like straddling the... Spoiler territory. Spoiler territory. Uh, so, let's get into it. Initial thoughts. Whose turn is it? I think it's mine. I think it is too. What but a I faculty? That was you. Yeah, it's you. You go first. But it doesn't matter. Our thoughts are pretty much the same. Oh, yeah. We love this movie. Oh, for sure. Like I said, I wasn't going to actually watch this when... Because you've seen it so many times. Because I've seen it so many times. Yeah. But then I was like, why am I not going to watch this? This is definitely like one of those comfort movies. Like yeah. for some reason, there's people who actually hate this movie and whatever. You're entitled to your opinion. We call them stupids. <laughs> you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> but you're stupid. But I love this who movie. Who doesn't like this movie? I think th- some people don't like meta. Oh, come on. They don't. It's stupid. But I love the way they do it here. And I think there's so much fun in this movie. Like, yes, you have murder, death, kill, the good haunting, well, horror stuff. But really, it's like this like encirclement, encirclement, I'm making up words here, of like hilarity. This movie is so fun. That works. And that it's just goofy over the top. And then when you figure out what's happening, it's like, oh, yeah, I can get along for this. Like, go along for this ride. This is great. And I, I don't know. What, Initial what thoughts. Did, what did you say? An encirclement of hilarity? Yes. Because I'm going to definitely put that on our Instagram. Oh my God, kill me now. Oh, that's so funny. It's Anyways, definitely a Melissaism. There's so many lines in this movie that made me laugh so hard. I like oh, yeah. had to keep redoing my quotes. Uh-huh. Oh, I just put everything down. Yeah. I put so many down. I was like, like I can't pick one. Anyways, There's I just, so many yeah, funny I lines love in the this. stereotypes. I love like, you know, yeah. it's just like Evil Dead, but they're like, you know, you, you show up for Evil Dead and then it becomes just some funny yeah. shit, you know. Agreed. All right. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say that the first time I saw this, and we'll get into spoilers because, you know, later, but first time I saw this, I was almost too confused through the entire movie to enjoy really? it. I laughed, but I like wanted to know. I couldn't figure out like why are they doing this? And the movie is really, really good at hiding what's happening as it combines the two, mm-hmm. the two opposing stories together and as they kind of run together. And I didn't get it until almost the very end. And I almost didn't like the movie okay. because I was like, I-, I spent the entire movie scratching my head. But then the next watch, I liked mm-hmm. it. I liked it infinitely more because, like, oh, I know. Oh, okay. I know now I now I can enjoy the movie now that I know why they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully you're not like me. Hopefully you don't get frustrated and like, what the fuck is going on? I feel like on? that's the problem with some of the people who didn't like it is they, you know. But then once you realize it, you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yes, what an idea. Yeah, you have to go. If you've never seen this movie, turn this episode off. Go and watch go it. Go watch it and don't don't read anything about it. Like. Also, if you haven't seen this movie, what are you doing? Huh? What yeah, are you, come what, out like 2012. What are you come doing? On. Come on. Um, this movie is fantastic. Um, it's incredibly smart. It's incredibly witty. It's uh, an encirclement of hilarity. It's, an, it's a real encirclement of hilarity. It's one of the funniest horror comedies in the genre. Yes, yes. It has tons of heart. The tone it strikes is so dead center horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Like the horror elements are very strong. Yes. And the comedy elements are very strong. 
and it's it's these two parallel stories that are going on and like one's really really funny and the other one's really scary and it's just it combines horror and comedy in a way that like i don't think any other movie has done this movie is like crazy original i've never seen another movie quite like it i there's a handful of movies that yeah. are similar but nobody's done it this way and it's perfect this is a masterpiece five stars like love 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 tens, this movie. tens tens across the board Ten, yeah for sure this uh yeah they really knock it out of the park i'm gonna agree with and you it's there. just fantastic movie can't disagree all right uh so spoilers ahoy hoy. oh boy boy let's do some frightening facts frightening facts what's that hand gesture that was just jazz hands no that is not melissa screaming that's just some stock scream that i found somewhere <laughs> Uh, okay, the budget for this was thirty million estimated, and it grossed mm-hmm. seventy million worldwide. All right. All right. I read two numbers. The other number was sixty-six million. It said like over sixty-six oh. million. So I, I yeah, round maybe up maybe seventy million. That's fine. So it was pretty big success. Yeah, uh, it was. Yes. It was uh, critically acclaimed when it first came out. Most people liked it. Um, the film was originally slated for release on February fifth, twenty ten, by Metro Goldwyn Mayer and United Artists, but was indefinitely shelved. I thought this was. I didn't know this at all. Shelved yes, due to I financial difficulties. Yeah. In 2011, Lionsgate picked it up, uh, picked up distribu- distribution rights. The film premiered in December 2011, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it was released in April. Th- yeah, because it sat for a while because yeah, they had no it, budget. Yeah, it was interesting that uh, no one wanted to pick this movie up. And then they read the script and was like, yeah. I, need my, yeah. I need my fix. Let me get that. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, Goddard and Wheaton... Um, having worked together previously on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel, mm-hmm. as you said, mm-hmm. wrote the screenplay in three days. Yeah, so locked themselves in a hotel. They talk about this a lot. Yeah, they, they challenged themselves and they locked themselves in a hotel room and they mm. wrote this amazing script. Crazy, right? The amount of details and stuff in this movie is crazy. How did you write it in three days? They said they, they would go, I watched the making of uh, the other day. They said that they would they would wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning mm-hmm. they would get ready and they would start writing they would write until like 1 a.m. Oh at night gosh. they would do nothing but write and um they were just throwing out ideas and writing and and like just like this intense three and days they would write and they they did it they wrote it and they, ah, there was a movie there it was um i can let you do some i mean i have a couple fun ones but nothing crazy okay uh so the thermal coffee mug bong was a yes, fully yes. functional <laughs> mug and bong as portrayed in the film. The prototype of which cost, yeah, $5,000 5, to make. That's so crazy. You could, can you imagine? You could probably spend that on something else. Yeah, probably. But oh, oh, fun. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's amazing, too. The other one I thought was a lot of fun was during the lake scene, uh, Marty like stayed fully clothed yes, and didn't jump uh, in because apparently it was partially due to Fran Kranz. Fran Kranz? Fran he's Kranz? He's jacked. Yeah, noticeably being in as good, if not better shape than the other male students, which is crazy because Chris Hemsworth... He was in better shape than Chris Hemsworth. I think in... You Might Be the Killer, which is another mm-hmm. great movie, another kind of meta horror movie that Franz Kranz is in. Um, yeah, because I remember he was in Blood Sucking Bastards. Too. Pretty I love sure that there's a scene where he doesn't have a shirt on. Ooh, and I remember I like going like, up. holy shit. Like, it's, it's, it's like shaggy, but... Like he's, yeah, ripped. he's like in better shape Seriously. than Chris Hemsworth is in the now. The commentary for the film, the writers joke that he was ripped like muscular Jesus. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> And that if he was like uh, shown being that fit, it would ruin the character. Yeah, so. you wouldn't, yeah. Be well, like, but I did notice because I read this and then watched the movie like 
at the end when he's like there with what's her name yeah and his shirt's a little tight and i'm like yeah okay i can see that well there's a couple scenes where Definitely i was on his chest i'm like hey where i was i was watching it too like if you look and you watch him his shoulders are fucking huge yeah it's like you look past the baggy shirt and you're like wait no that's his shoulder we're just gonna google search frank Cranz <laughs> Fritz shirtless, shirtless. Oh, there's a first thing is a Reddit thread. Lady boners. Fran Kranz shirtless is surprisingly hairy and toned. Hairy? That's what it said. Uh. Oh. Okay. Uh, he is, yeah, he's a hairy chest. This is interesting. Uh, the special effects, monster costume, special makeup, and prosthetic makeup for the film were done by veteran horror film actress Heather Lamont. I read that, yeah. Uh, and her husband, David Leroy Anderson, and their company, AFX Studio. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have a ton of fucking facts on here. Whoa, where um, is this from? what's that yeah see he's fucking jacked man <laughs> okay enough <laughs> no staring at friends Cran's perfect body oh dollhouse is that the one from dollhouse i didn't see dollhouse yes that's a tv series that joss whedon wrote okay it has elijah douche crew in it from wrong turn okay. and buffy anyways yeah. he was in that shirtless okay in case anybody's wondering are, are you done get to it i'm, I'm gonna ch- Hold on, let me <laughs> just bookmark this. All right, page. do you want me to pause it so you can start Fred's crayon no, and good. get it out of your Proceed. system? He is a gorgeous man, though. Apparently, and he has that butt chin. Okay, stop. Um, <laughs> uh, concerning the sheer number of creatures to be designed. Oh, this is fun. Mm-hmm. And and made for the film AFX Studios. David Leroy Anderson estimated that close to a thousand people were turned into one of around sixty different monster oh, types. Oh, that's so cool. I, uh, the task necessitated renting a much larger facility. Blah, 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 blah. Um, we had nearly 70. Oh, geez. We had nearly 70 people at peak, but in effect, we had 140 people because everybody had at least two jobs. And those jobs were like doing the makeup and mm-hmm. also being a monster. So people would be yeah. like, I think, I think they talked about this. People would be dressed um, as a monster or whatever, mm-hmm. and they'd be putting makeup on somebody else. Yeah. And they like while they were dressed, they would get dressed first and then they would make up the other person and then that person would make up somebody. So mm-hmm. the uh there was a there was a um the scene with the monitors was described in one sentence in the script. So when the when the, um, when uh Jenkins and um what's his name? The two main lab dudes Hadley. Hadley are watching the screen and you see the screen, you see Hadley everything. And, oh Jenkins is the actor's name, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> Uh, and all the monsters are coming. There's there's one scene in the script that kind of chained them to doing this movie. And Joss Whedon, or no, uh, uh, Goddard, who directed this, said that this this was the worst thing they put in the script because it chained them to having to do all this insane mm-hmm. stuff. And it, it anchored them into doing it, so it was good. But like everyone that was involved cursed this line by the end of the movie. There is chaos on every screen. And he said everybody, it was kind of like their mantra yeah, as they were yeah. doing all this stuff. And they grew to like really hate that saying. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, they all worked furiously and like they all, they pulled it off. And uh, they actually all had a really good time doing this in spite of it being so crazy. Because the ending is nuts. Definitely worth the, There is yeah. so much mayhem mm-hmm. and destruction oh, yeah, and that's death one of the best parts monsters. of the movie yeah. it's fucking amazing definitely worth it and almost all of it is like practical effects almost mm-hmm. all of it's like real like especially that misty makeup. ghost right yeah yeah that was definitely not cgi <laughs> uh and then one more thing unless you have anything i do not actually i got two more things so Gourney weaver really 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 wanted to work with this werewolf her first day on set she was like okay we do i get to see the werewolf 
Like, can I see the werewolf? Am I going to be working with the werewolf today? Mm-hmm. Can I please see the werewolf? Like, she <laughs> she really, really wanted to work cool too. with this werewolf. And she's, like, bugging them nonstop about it. Yeah. I thought that was adorable. Um, many of the monsters listed on the whiteboard also appear in or reference other horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, amount, the attention to detail is insane in this movie. Um, there's werewolves from American Werewolf London or other... Obviously. Alien beasts from Alien, zombies from zombie movies, clowns from It, angry molesting tree, and deadites <laughs> from Evil Dead, yeah. giant snake from Anaconda, mummy from The Mummy, snowman from Jack Frost, mm-hmm. which I missed, uh, vampires from Dracula and vampire movies, Duh. merman from Creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, the reanimated, referencing reanimator, mm-hmm. dolls from The Strangers, the doctors from the Psychiatric Institute and House on Haunted Hill, zombie redneck torture family from The Hills Have Eyes and mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and twins from The Shining. Yes, I saw them, yes. They left out Hellord on that list, and I don't know why. Hellord referencing Hellraiser and... Yeah, um, yeah, he was very obvious. He, uh, most of these things had like back backstories that were similar, because Joss mm-hmm. Whedon and Drew Goddard... Is it Drew Goddard? Am I saying his name right? Huh? Are you? I don't know why I'm second guessing. Yeah, it's Drew Goddard. Yeah, Drew Goddard. Drew Goddard. Oh, I thought that was wrong. You got it. Um, uh... They they're they're insane and they wrote backstories for a lot of them. That's they wrote awesome, a backstory yeah. for the lab. They wrote a backstory for like the two lab workers. Um, but yeah, his name is Fornicus, Lord of <laughs> Bondage and Pain. Yeah, <laughs> thought that was so great. Um, yeah, so that's a lot. I have more facts. Uh, you can say whatever. Filming took place in Vancouver. Nah, wow, what a nah, fact! I won't. It's, 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 that's, that's that was enough. frightening. Yeah, I don't want to sit around and if you if you get the Blu-ray and you watch the making of, there's like a 30-minute making of. There's a lot of cool stuff in there that I didn't even mention on here. That's fair. So, uh, what's to like? All right, you let go me tell first. you. I actually don't write down a lot because like this movie, yeah, you don't want to go scene by full, scene. Yeah. just heckin' good time. Heckin' good. Heckin' good. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I love that, you know, it's like a silly anti-horror horror movie. Horror horror movie. Yes, you could look at it that way. Yeah, and the stereotypical characters, you have to have like, you know, that to have this. Uh, situations are all like standard horror. Everyone looks like they were having a lot of fun filming this. Oh, though. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was one of the main things that uh, I, I read and like saw in the making of. Mm-hmm. They, people working on this movie loved working I on can't it. imagine that they didn't. It just looks like such a good time yeah. for everybody. Uh, the concept I think is freaking hilarious. They're betting on what's gonna happen. Yes, and that I mean I, the first time I watched it, I was like, I don't like this like gods, deity, deity, whatever yeah. thing that you know that you're sacrificing. But then I'm like, you know what? That part doesn't matter. Honestly, it's just the whole they're betting. Yeah. You have all these options. Yeah, it's fun. And they're just watching it unfold. They're like, and then they have to help set it up. So you got lighting here. Yes, yeah, so like, all this conspiracy moon, the shit. Yeah. And then they're all like trying to see the boobies because yeah, yes. not for them, for the viewers. Yeah, show us the goods. Which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, the cabin, you just see it. It's like straight out of the Evil Dead. Yeah. I love that. It's like, great. Duh. Thanks. It, yeah, it's just <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> um, I like that the guy was not a total creep when he saw that double sided mirror. Oh, yeah. He was like, he was like nice, whoa, whoa, nice wait. Because I was like, dag. Oh no! We said he had an inter. I love that whole line there yeah. too because she takes the like, the the analogy like w- mm-hmm. way too far, and she's like, "Well, she's a nurse, so she can help you with that." Because he's <laughs> like, "I have internal bleeding." 
because like he had a, yeah. a war within himself. A lot of the dialogue was cheesy. <laughs> it just and kept going on and on, and by the hilarious. end, she's like, oh, yeah. "Okay." <laughs> Loved it. Uh, the entire making out with the wolf head sequence. Iconic. So it iconic. Such a I weird like, oh, who, scene. Me? Yeah. And then it's like all slow and everyone's watching. Yeah. It's, I uh, love that part of the movie. I love all the awesome seller treasures because yeah. you're guessing what it's related what, yeah, to horror wise. Yeah. Like you've mentioned. They have lists for that, but I didn't write it down because I think most of those are obvious. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I don't know. I love Fran Kranz, not because he's ripped and fine. <laughs> Which you can't even tell in this movie. But I love his character, like we said. He's uh, the best. He is the best. He stole this movie, 100%. Even though he, I didn't put him down as my favorite because I felt like that was too obvious. Oh, I did. Okay, well, <laughs> I love him Spoilers. in this. I think I like that he's self-aware of everything. He's like, what are you guys doing? Yes. Like everyone, like what's happening here? I thought that was funny too. And he's not susceptible. 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 I have a theory on to why, his trickery. why that happened. Okay. Do you want to tell me now? Or you want to no, tell me I'll, I'll, I have it right now. We'll okay. get to it. Also, I love that a bear trap on a chain. That's a that gnarly a, form of torture. I forgot to write that down. That is such a fucking cool yeah, weapon. <laughs> I like love that. You know we love bear traps. Yes. So. Horror movies love bear traps. And we love them for that. Yes. They love... I think I mentioned... I said this while we were while I was watching with Amanda. I was like, damn, horror movies love three things. They <laughs> bear love traps. bear traps. They love killing dogs. And they love yes. milk. Yes. Milk. <laughs> Milk. <laughs> and you love all of those things too, or no? I do not like killing dogs. All right. Don't it was even a trick. Say that. It was a trick, and you passed. I do love bear traps, though. <laughs> okay. You stick your dick in them? <laughs> yep. All the time. <laughs> and drink milk? My dick is made of steel, though, so it <laughs> oh. doesn't doesn't affect it okay it's wow stupid thing to say it's not even funny <laughs> anyways the <laughs> whole monster release thing at the end is what? my favorite part it's great okay uh so on. much fun lots of blood all the blood all of oh the my blood. gosh holy there's blood. shit do you think that that elevator scene with the elevator come down and the, all the blood in it do you think that was referencing the shining, shining yeah. yeah and that's it for me because i'm not gonna go down and yeah. name everything because yeah. this movie is it's great a gold mine of all right i have a uh, times i actually have a decent amount of stuff we could talk about. Um, um, so I don't know if this was intentionally why they wrote it this way. I think it's too obvious to not have been intentional. Like they had to, have, this had to have been how they were working and how they were looking at this. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm just a genius. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you always come I, on the show claiming stuff like that. Nobody, I looked, nobody said anything that I'm about to say, but it's it's so there and obvious. Mm-hmm. So the film and, and Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard, they say, yeah, this film is a love letter to the horror genre. Yes. Horror cinema, yeah. every, everything about horror, that's what this movie is. Mm-hmm. It's making fun of it and being satirical, but it's also like, we love this shit. And it, it's, giving, it's giving us everything we want. While, while playing on it. So they, they said stuff like that, but they did not say this. This, this film is almost direct allegory for horror cinema. So if you think about it, the God, you can look at the gods as mm-hmm. us. Like okay. the viewers are the gods. Yes, they're doing it and, for us. And yeah, yeah they're, they're making this film for us. So you know, if, if, if they give us enough blood and mm-hmm. gore and shit, then we're going to be and appeased. We're gonna, and, yeah, and boobies, yeah. we're going to be happy. Yeah. So we are pleased. The... Lab workers are all of the filmmakers. Mm-hmm. They're making it happen. They're okay, you know yeah. they're making the film. The, the producers, the cameramen, the, the, everybody behind the, the scenes, the crew, the crew, and then the people that they're doing this to are the actors, uh-huh. and they're you know playing their part and doing what they have to do, and they're suffering for their craft and mm-hmm. like all this stuff. So it's like it's 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 paying homage to 
horror cinema like all the way across the board like involving everybody and like this is everything we love about horror movies and this i just thought that's really cool and a really cool way to think about this like i said i don't know if that was intentional but like the newbie guard guy mm-hmm. he's his name is truman uh-huh like the truman show yeah. so like we're we're viewing this whole thing and like um marty at the very end marty he, marty did i say it like no that? but that's marty. how i like to say it marty <laughs> marty um, he, his last line is giant evil gods and Dana says I wish I could have seen them and then Marty says I know that would have been a fun weekend <laughs> kind of like a thing like we want to see it like yeah. we want to see all this stuff yeah. because we're horror fans I just thought that was really cool I thought that last line was like a nod you know what? to that like, works viewers. for me I isn't, like it, it. isn't that a fun way yeah. to think about it definitely it has to be intentional I can't imagine that it's not All right, but You're I correct. couldn't find anybody that said that so you're a genius Charles I don't think so I think they just kind of didn't want to I don't think they wanted to talk about it and make it that obvious I think mm-hmm. they wanted to be like yeah you can kind of figure that out yourself you're a genius pal I know I love that they basically give you the hidden premise in the opening credits oh, yeah. like yeah like you're wondering like what the fuck are this credits like what is happening and they're basically telling you the end of the mm-hmm. movie and why everything's happening but I love it when movies do that I think I said it on the show um mid nobody did it, has done it like Midsommar Mm-hmm. Midsummer, they show you the entire plot of the movie. Do you say it Midsummer to sound fancy? Midsummer. Can we just call it Midsummer like everyone else? I thought it was pronounced Midsummer. Midsummer. Is it pronounced Midsummer? I don't think it matters. Uh-huh. But that's how everyone says I've it. I've always thought you it was Midsummer. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The way I say words offends you. Yeah. Mm. You better be. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they basically. I love it when they do that. When they like they hide those little things. Like basically, they give you the entire plot of the movie like mm-hmm. in the first like 20 minutes um okay i love how everything kind of unfolds in this and how marty is the only one that realizes it yes and that's really they're really subverting the typical like fool trope and Mm -hmm. they're kind of turning it on its head and i love that it's the chem lab's fault Mm because they're complaining about the chem lab this entire movie and my theory is that um they pumped him so full of like this weed and this like high potency weed yeah that it made him too paranoid so you think about it when you're paranoid, like you think everybody's watching you and you think mm-hmm. everything, the puppeteers and stuff, everything's yeah, going, like he got they're just about. basically making him aware yeah. of what is actually happening chem and it's lab. a fucking chem last mm-hmm. fault. And that brings me to my next point of why I wanted to do this movie <laughs> after the faculty. So they reference the, the 98 fuck up by the chem lab several times in the mm-hmm. movie. Remember 98 chem lab fucked that up in 98. The faculty is what they're referencing in because none of the kids die in the faculty. Basically, no one dies in the faculty. Mm-hmm. And it is the only horror movie, U.S. horror movie that came out that year where no one died. In all the other horror movies that came out, people died. And so the scat was involved. The scat. The scat. The, the, the scat. And yeah, so they're referencing the chem lab fucked up the scat. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it, it worked and nobody died. Yeah. Um, and it's arguable that the chem lab fucked this up too by giving him like Mm -hmm. either too much or the wrong type of drug so i think that's hilarious and i love it those little details in this movie like that that are just so perfect um yeah okay i'll talk about some of the other little details (laughs) um this one i just noticed this is the first time i noticed this so dana saves um, Holden, remember he was hanging upside down, or the the Buckner dude's hanging upside down, and mm-hmm. she stabs the shit out yep. of him, and he's finally dead. And she like, kind of she's holding the weapon, yeah. Because you always think like you're always yelling at horror movies, like why did you put the weapon yeah, down? Yeah, because usually they drop it. And 
if you look it. closely, never saw this. I thought she just dropped it. There's yeah. a little spark. They shock the weapon oh my so that she drops it. And she I goes, never noticed right? that. I didn't either. I was like, holy shit, they did that. Because they always do because that in movies they always do and that. you get so annoyed. They like toss the crowbar <laughs> and stuff and you're you, like, man. don't do that. This movie is so much smarter than anyone yeah, even thinks like it is. there's like details in every little thing. Um, I never caught this. Franz Kranz, when he Franz saved, Kranz. Franz Kranz, when he saves Dana, yeah. I always thought he just had like a piece of wood. Mm-hmm. If you look, it's his bomb. Oh. He's, he hits the I dude. didn't even Yeah, notice, right? If yeah. you look at the picture, it's him holding the bomb. Never caught that. Uh, there are real life monsters in a lot of the cubes. Uh, one mm-hmm. of them has a, um, one of the cubes is a KKK members. Oh my god! If you look closely, you I can see I did not see, see that. Um, yeah. Oh, that, that's very accurate. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I don't think I have anything else. Um, one of the most every time I see this and I think of this, I'm like, oh my god, what if that? Like, what if that happened? It's so intense. The Buckner dude chops um, uh, Jules's head off. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it Jules? It is Jules. Okay, chops her head off, and then he comes into the cabin mm-hmm. and throws her head into Dana's hands. Yeah. Could you imagine nope. like someone chopping like my head off and then like throwing it into your arms? I would first say, do I get to keep this? <laughs> Can I have this? <laughs> I'm going to put it on the wall, thanks. But no, like, that's crazy. Like, could you imagine that? If somebody, like your, your best friend's head was chopped off. And, and then we've somebody, been like, into the little cabiny Poconos in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> somebody just comes in and like throws your head into my arms. I'd pass out. I, I, my brain would not know what to do and mm-hmm. it would just turn off. Like, fuck, man. I thought that was fun. But she just kind of screams and works through it. Yep. Um, last thing I, uh, I really, really, one of my favorite, um, parts of this movie is Bradley Whitford, like really, really wanting to see that merman. Yes. And with the conscience, he had it in his hand. Yeah. He had the conch in his hand. And, um, it made me so happy that he wanted to see more. And then we finally get the merman at the end and it kills him and it's like poetic. He's like, are you kidding me? The creature design is amazing. I love it so much. And then to top it off, it blows his blood out of its blowhole. Hilarious. I also really wanted more of the merman. Agreed. I thought that was so great. Should have picked that one. Yeah. (laughs) He had the conch in his hands. (laughs) And Richard Jenkins is like trying to comfort him. That's so funny. And that line at the end, he's like, oh, come on. So, so perfect. Anyway, that's all I got. All right. Um, I got my faculty theory out there. Which is cool. I like it. Yeah. That's more than a theory. That's what they were doing. It's, it has mm-hmm. to be. Maybe. That's the only thing that makes sense. Um, what's not to like? There's really not much I could say here. I was nitpicky a little bit. And there was like the part where uh, Jules is being like super thotty, which is fine. They gave her like those like pheromones or whatever. Oh, yeah, hormones they, gave, or whatever. they gave them like, um, like inhibitors and yes. like stuff that like the yeah um but she's the judgment. like inappropriate like dancing and rubbing all over the dude that's not her boyfriend <laughs> yeah. and her boyfriend had those like inhibitors too that made him like a like meathead yeah turned him into a, like an alpha male but then he wasn't trying to fight that guy who so i was just like this is weird because yeah. like it's still a little bit too much of her rubbing all over a guy who's not her boyfriend yeah that was like it for me. I, like, I was like, ew. Yeah, that was a little strange. You would expect him to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, and fight, like try to fight the guy just because he's getting those inhibitors too. Yeah. So. Yeah. But that was just like a little something. I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of weird. But I, I really did like the way that they slowly turned the, these kids into like, well, not kids. Yeah. Their 20s. Into what they needed them to be. And I liked that uh, 
Franz Kranz is like pointing Franz at Kranz. Franz Kranz is pointing it out. He's like he's on a full scholarship. Like mm-hmm. he's 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 a genius. Yeah. He works hard. Because he's he talking about those books in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and he's like he's like, what is all this when when has he ever pulled this alpha male shit? He's just called his best friend an egghead. Like he yeah. doesn't act like that. Yeah. She doesn't act like that. And he's like, I just love that whole like watching watching uh Marty figure everything out mm-hmm. is tons of fun. Yes. Puppeteers. <laughs> he said that line when he's like, I'm not your puppet. To go go take a walk because they're like whispering <laughs> out like, to go take a walk. He was like, "I'm gonna go read a book with pictures." <laughs> <laughs> reading Finding Nemo. Yeah, yeah, and then because like he could hear like he's oh, the one noticing like when they're in the cellar, yeah. like they're like read it, and he's like, "What was that?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Definitely don't read that." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna draw. I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand. The don't read the Latin." <laughs> yeah, he was definitely the best. All uh, right. Um, I have anything you didn't like. I have one thing. Sure. Uh, the Harbinger, hilarious, <laughs> but so over the top. The sight of him and him spitting and Ugh. talking, he makes me physically ill. Yeah, especially every the time. spitting. It's so gross. Every, and I know he's supposed to, but yeah. like he's old and he's gross and like he's spitting and. Well, he's chewing. still waiting for the railroad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> That whole scene's great. Yes. And then the scene after that, which I will talk about in favorite quotes. Uh, you got anything else? No, that's it. All right. Let's do some creepy questions, which I'm not going to push <laughs> that button this time because we don't have a drop for that one. Yeah. You sent me a million and I was like, I'm only going to half look at these. So <laughs> it's a wonder why you didn't text me back. I was going to like half ask my answers. I can't wait. Oh, okay. I was like, you know what? Do you have any? Any questions? questions? Yeah. My only question is um for some reason online a lot of people refer to dana as a final girl because i get like the setup but however it's implied that the gods or whatever destroy everything and also fran kranz is there so do you agree that she should be considered a final girl no she's not a final girl thank you i agree with that they turned that was another trope they put on their head yeah. it's like she's not technically a final girl yes but there's people online for some reason who still call her that and i'm like guys uh, she, she's guess. a nah. nitpick yeah. Anyways, that's all for me. <laughs> okay. Nothing no, serious. I don't think she's a final girl, but I I wouldn't mind people saying that she yeah. was. She's the last female character to live at the end of I the movie. I guess she is the final girl. Girl, yeah. But you know. Um. Okay. So, how do you feel about the betting? Would you participate? Do you think it's too harsh? Okay. I feel that if I worked there, I would participate. Yeah, for and sure. And that it is just the way of life there. Yeah. And the way they work. And that I don't think it's harsh because we got to appease the gods. Yeah. Like, I feel like doing the betting only helps, like, dehumanize everything mm-hmm. and make it easier. It's your job. To you have nothing else to it's do. It's like, dude, we're murdering people. Yeah. So, yeah, let's not, for, think, for let's, a cause. Let's not think about that. Let's yeah. do bets and have parties and drink and, like, just try to get over yeah, it. Yeah, the party looked fun. Yeah. Until, <laughs> until it wasn't. That was so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, you'd have to take something. But... But then on the other side of that, I was also thinking like that might be the reason they failed is because they're not taking it seriously mm-hmm. anymore. They've dehumanized it. It's just a job. You know, you start not taking it seriously and then you fuck it up. I don't know. But if you like the book I read, if you think of it more than just a job, it's going to fuck you up. Yeah, that's true. But if you think about it too much like a job, you could fuck it up too. Two sides of the coin. Mm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who did it better? Metahorror. I, I hate this question. This one's too hard. I read a lot of uh things online about like other meta horror movies mm-hmm. and i didn't agree with like any of them they were that they were saying was meta they were saying like evil dead 2 was meta it's like no it's not 
like I got I feel like there's some aspects but not saying but they were saying more it's like Sam Raimi just likes to torture his characters and it's that's kind of like what the movie was Mm. it's kind of making fun of like horror movies like I didn't see that I don't I don't agree with that I only I only listed four yeah uh this the cabin in the woods the Rise of Leslie Vernon, mm-hmm. Scream, mm-hmm. and Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Funny that Wes Craven did two of these. Yes, but New Nightmare was number seven of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, no? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. also Friday the 13th, seventh is New Blood or whatever. So I guess you got to be new in the New's, seventh yes, movie. New, I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's such a hard question. I hate that question. Okay. Because you really got to think about yeah, it. Yeah. Which meta element and was the best? Hard. Because my bias is telling me to say scream because that's my favorite movie. And the meta element is not is oh, very great. strong. I love What's it. his name with Jamie Kennedy yes. doing all of the rules for mm-hmm. horror movies and it has to follow this formula and they're going yeah. based on that. They know more than they're supposed to know as characters in a horror movie. It's great. Yes. But is it better than this? Yes. I don't think so. Uh, I think so. I think the meta element is this is so crazy strong. I mean, from what I said in the beginning of mm-hmm. how this is a movie that is a movie yes like <laughs> okay i see what you're saying there's um, so many layers here that you could pick apart like bias smell can't get past it okay um it is great in scream though it is uh, definitely not west cream is a nightmare no. west cream is a nightmare the whole meta element just confuses me like robert england is the actor that plays it was Freddy, it wasn't one of my favorites also freddie's real and leslie vernon <laughs> is not like eh, it's all right that one was weird for me. Yeah. It was the, the whole element was also, it wasn't confusing, but it was just kind of like, I didn't think it was that great. I liked that movie a lot. I liked that movie too, and but I it's liked, definitely not that yeah, good no, of a movie, I think if we're going to be honest if, here. If, if, I think Scream and Cabin of the Woods mm-hmm. are the two that you can duke out over which definitely. one's better. And that's what we're going to do. Put the gloves on. <laughs> You're going to fight? <laughs> I think I might win. <laughs> you got to catch me first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you'll definitely win. I'm fat. Um, okay, my last question is, why do you think none of the monsters at the end attacked each other? I think monster code is like bro code. Okay. <laughs> I made that up. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's just, I don't Maybe because they've been locked up, so they're pretty much prisoners, and they all were like, let's focus on the prison yeah. guards. Well, here's what I think. Tell me. Because there's a line in here that everything in this movie is done intentionally. And when that when they released, like I was like, why isn't that bad attacking the unicorn or something? Like, mm-hmm. Why do they they met, they have a line that explains it because there there's so much attention to detail in this movie. They say that these creatures are remnants of the old gods and what they used mm-hmm. to do when they've captured them. So if they're remnants of the old gods, then the old gods made them. Uh-huh. Then they're all connected by the old gods. They're all motivated by the old gods to there you kill. Go. People. So they have the same motivation, yes. same. Yeah. So I think that goal. I don't think they're turning on each other, and I think the movie explained that pretty well. Cool. So yeah, that's fun. That's a great question. It is. Thank yeah. You. Look at you. Look thinking at me ahead. With your questions. I dude, I don't know how I how this episode got pulled off because I did all this like yesterday. Um. Uh. Okay. Does any more questions? That's it. That's it. Uh. Freaky favorites. Freaky, 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 <laughs> all right favorite kill wow uh i switched it up a couple of times so i kept changing I. <laughs> it uh, so at first it was what was it at first at first it was chris hemsworth just because yes. he does that big fucking speech uh-huh. beforehand yep yep but actually i ended up with the unicorn impalement that's my favorite death <laughs> Dude, i was like but that's so cute it's i sweet. had a list of like five that i just could not decide and it's the u- unicorn death was on there yeah um but i have to go 
I'm going with Kurt too. Yeah. It's just so shocking. And he gave and this hilarious speech. this whole speech. And then he gets on his bike and it it even happens before you think it should happen. It's so abrupt. Yeah. It's like, and then he's dead and he falls for so long. <laughs> like yeah. it's so funny. It was definitely a good one. My second one was the mer- merman kill. Just because also, it's, it's yeah. so poetic and awesome. Favorite character. All right. Mine is the... I had to switch back and forth here. Mine is the duo of Hadley and Sitterson. Yes. You kind of pick between the two. I had to have oh, them they're, together. They're, yeah, they're the best. A package deal. That was my second pick. Uh, my first pick was hands down, Marty. That was He's my second pick. <laughs> hilarious. So many great yes. lines he has. He's he really so did. funny. He looks stoned out of his mind the whole movie. He is great. Uh, favorite quote. I switched this one a bunch too. I'm just going to list my favorite uh, quotes. So at first I was like the railroad one, but then of course it was like, I'm never going to see a merman ever. And the guy was like, dude, be thankful. These things are terrifying and the cleanup on them is yes. a nightmare. And then you see why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the blowing all the blood. Okay. So uh, I'm just, I'm just, I just want to say all these lines because they're really, really funny. This movie has some of the best lines. I will laugh at and you. Most, Do it. most of them are Marty. Marty. Uh, well, the first time we meet Marty, he's the first thing out of his mouth, he says, People in this town drive in a very counterintuitive manner. <laughs> That's what I have to say. And then the next line that like Chris Hemsworth is yelling at him, like, what yeah, the fuck are you doing with a bong? bong like, he's car. like, statistical fact, cops will never pull over a man with a huge bong in his car. Why? They fear this man. <laughs> they know he sees further than they, and he will bind them with ancient logics. <laughs> I think that's kind of foreshadowing. Yes, agreed. Uh, I don't think this thing takes credit cards. I don't think this thing knows about money. I think it's barter gas. Uh, oh, dude. Okay, this is my favorite. I'm sorry. I do have a favorite. Richard Jenkins screaming fuck you yes. to that TV screen full of little Japanese girls. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And he's like pointing to all the girls. Oh, yeah, because they turn him into a happy little that, toad. Dude, every time I see that, like, I think I paused it this time and, like, rewound it, like, three mm-hmm. times. I thought that was so fucking funny, dude. Agreed. Um, yes, and then, dude. And then I just have to say the Mordecai lines were hilarious. He goes, cleanse them. Cleanse the world of their ignorance and sin. He's like, wait, am I on speaker? Bathe them in the crimson of... Am I on speakerphone? Well, I can hear an echo. And, and they're all like... And then there's like, okay. He's like, oh, sorry, you were. He's like, that's so rude. I don't know who's in the room. <laughs> I love that one, yeah. Anyway, I think that's it. All right. Did we do it? We did we're do it. We're done? Yes. Episode 64 in the bag. Ooh, so close to 69. I know. What we're going to make that a sexy one. Oh, you want to do like a sexy movie? Yes, guys. Suggest us a movie. Ooh, yeah, that's a fun, that's a good idea. All right. Tell us, tell us where they can reach us. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. We uh, do. You can find us on social media at, at, at Instagram and Facebook at Forsaken Cinema. You can find us on Twitter, which I've been doing some stuff on Twitter. Hey. Uh, Cinema Forsaken. Uh, you can email us, Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com, and you totally should drop us a line somewhere. Let us know what you think of the show, suggest movies, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we are available on all platforms. And yep. wherever you are listening, please rate, review, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. We will. Is that it? That's it. Did I nail it? You did. I yeah, did. you did it like. Yeah. 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 Speed racer. Uh, <laughs> that'll do it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.